Hello and welcome to the OT Schoolhouse podcast, your source for the latest school-based occupational therapy tips, interviews, and research. Now, to get the conversation started, here are your hosts, Jason and Abby. Class is officially in session. Hey there, and welcome back to the OT Schoolhouse podcast. My name is Jason, and this is episode number four already. Anywho, I hope your day is off to a great start, or maybe you are winding down the day with us today. Either way, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen in and for supporting Abby and I. We couldn't be more appreciative. So today we have another special guest on the show. So Abby will not be joining with us today, but uh, she is working on an interview with a board-certified behavioral analyst, a BCBA, for an upcoming podcast. So stay tuned. That should be a uh, very interesting one, to say the least. For this episode, however, we have Carrie Mellon who is a motion picture and television costume designer by day, and she was just telling me that she has dressed anyone from Ariana Grande to Michelle Obama and several others on Nickelodeon. And we actually get into that a little bit in the interview. It's kind of a funny story you'll hear. But today she's here to talk about the universal cuffs she and her sisters recently designed, actually to help herself, but she came to find out that there's so many other purposes for it, and now it's helping many other people. So... She's going to tell us about how her easy hold cuff is helping adults and kids, especially in schools, access the occupations they never thought were possible. If you work with a population who requires assistance grabbing and holding on to objects, whether they be big or small, such as forks or bottles or even maybe a tennis racket, this is the perfect podcast for you. Before we jump right into this podcast, I do want to remind you that you can find all the links that we talk about in today's episode at otschoolhouse.com forward slash episode four. And these links that do send you to Amazon or to even the Easy Hold website, they are what's called affiliate links, which means that we do get a small commission at no additional cost to you. And this helps to support the OT Schoolhouse podcast and website. And we definitely appreciate it when you do use these links. All right, well, Carrie is absolutely fantastic and super passionate about helping others, and I know you will hear that in her voice, so let's jump right into it. Again, this is Carrie Mellon, one of the creators of the Easy Hold, E-A-Z-Y Hold cuff that is replacing the Velcro Universal cuff. Oh, and my apologies for the quality of the sound during parts of this interview with Carrie. For some reason, the internet was not fully cooperative, but it doesn't draw from the content, so please just uh, enjoy the interview. Hey there, Carrie. Thank you so much for joining us today, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's so nice to be here, Jason. Yeah, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm really excited for this chat with you. Uh, I've been preparing for it all week. I hope you saw one of the emails that we sent out about your product. We're happy to have you here and share your product with our listeners. I think it's something that many people will value from hearing. So, uh, yeah. It's great to hear that. I've found uh, really a warm reception from occupational therapists and physical therapists regarding Easy Hold, so I'm excited to talk to you about it and answer any more questions you might have. I know you know a little bit about it, but feel free to ask away. I love talking about Easy Hold. That's perfect. That, that's great that you're doing something that you love. Um, that's mm-hmm. one thing that many of us occupational therapists can say is that we love what we do. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. So, I want to give you a little chance to say a little bit about your background. You're not an occupational therapist, so tell us about what you do. 
Well, I'm a costume designer for television shows, TV commercials. Uh, I have done a few movies, uh, and I've been doing this for about 30 years. So I uh, build costumes, I dress actors, anything that's involved with making an interesting costume. Um, so I'm very handy and very crafty. Uh, I have always had a little bit of interest in occupational therapy because uh, before I started my career, I was told by a counselor that I would make a good occupational therapist. She looked at my background and we took we took a couple of tests, occupational tests, and she had said, uh, you know, I think you'd make a great therapist. So I did volunteer in an occupational therapy hospital for about a year in the spinal cord injury wing. Oh, thank you. At that same time, I was also starting to work in television a little bit, making costumes. So I was, uh, during the day, some days I would go and work at the occupational therapy wing, and I would see what kind of tools they were using, what kind of assistive cuffs and universal cuffs, and I would try and help the uh, patients and the clients to hold implements. And I never really forgot that. 30 years later, I, I did decide to go into Hollywood and costume design, but I never forgot what I learned in that occupational therapy wing. Mm. And, um, you know, when I found myself just recently, about two years ago, having trouble with my own wrists and hands, I looked back at that time and wondered if they'd come up with anything new, any kind of uh, uh, universal cuffs or gripping devices. Mm -hmm. But sure enough. There hasn't. It's still that mostly no. most therapists are very familiar with the uh, Velcro or nylon universal cuff. I want to ask you one question. Sure. What is one costume that you have you have designed that probably everyone knows? Is there <laughs> one out there? There is actually. Um, do you know who MC Hammer was? Yes, of course. Hammer time. Yep. Okay. MC Hammer, <laughs> he had to float off of the Taco Bell with his pants needed to blow up and fill with air what? and float down the Taco Bell down to the ground. Oh <laughs> and gosh. I did those. I designed those MC Hammer pants. Wow. <laughs> and for whatever reason, that seems to be a costume that a lot of people remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I can't say that I've seen that, but I, I can imagine yes. in my head. I'm sure many people mm -hmm. out there have. <laughs> yeah, MC time. Hammer was a character. Yes. And, you know, I've, I've loved uh, designing costumes and making costumes, but um, I'm finding out that my talents now, as I'm reaching a certain point in my life, my talents can be used elsewhere. And so mm -hmm. I've really switched over to designing adaptive equipment and it's really quite fulfilling <laughs> yeah i mean it's only natural that if you design in one area of life then i mean you came up with this new product so how about you tell us about the product what is it what is it made out of what is how does it work okay. well it's a one piece silicone band and it's soft 100 percent food grade silicone and on this band is two holes at either end it's really super simple. And it's made of silicone and it's slightly sticky and tacky. So it kind of mm -hmm. sticks to your hand and it doesn't need to be tight. So you take this one piece band and you, if we're, for instance, let's use a fork. We would slip it over one end of the fork and the other end and you would tuck your hand inside. Now with a traditional universal cuff, you might put the uh, fork into the actual cuff and then put the cuff on the hand. So the fork doesn't actually rest in your hand. Mm -hmm. But with this simple band, the band goes over the back of your hand and the fork would be in your hand. So you would actually feel the fork 
on the palm of your hand. Mm -hmm. You would feel how cold it is, how hard it is. You would feel the vibration. So it's a, it's a much greater tactile experience having this soft silicone band instead of a large bulky apparatus that you're holding onto and the fork would be put into that. Mm -hmm. So you're saying it's, uh, we have people, obviously, this is an all audio experience, the people that are listening to this. So are there different sizes? Is it one size fit all? How does that work? We have eight different sizes. So it can be something as tiny as an infant's hand holding a little rattle or a teether, tiny little band that's not more than an inch and a half, all the way up to a large band that's eight inches that will hold a sippy cup or a baby bottle or even a water bottle for a sports enthusiast. Uh, it can hold things like a, a rowboat paddle, oh, wow. or I mean, it goes up to large equipment. Yeah, I think so, I saw a picture of you, someone using a baseball bat or a broom. Mm -hmm. And I think, didn't you originally do it with a broom? Yes, that was my first easy hold that I crafted. When I was out in my barn and I was getting ready for a family holiday and I went to grab my broom, sweep it out, and I couldn't, because of the repetitive motion and my sore thumbs from an inheritance I got from my parents, which was in th arthritis, uh -huh. not money, arthritis, <laughs> <laughs> in my thumbs. So I was gripping the broom and I'm trying to sweep and sweep after sweep, it's getting more and more painful. Mm -hmm. And I have family coming over soon. So I grab a roll of duct tape oh, wow. and I make a loop onto the broom handle and I slide my hand in. And I go finish break, uh, finish brooming, and it was really effortless, very comfortable. I didn't have to grip tight, but that little bit of uh, leverage over the back of my hand just gave me enough grip to finish the job. And so I finished sweeping, and I'm thinking, gee, this is this is really uh, a really helpful, useful tool. I mm. wonder if there's anything like this out there. And later that evening, after I'd been getting ready for the party, my sisters came over. And we were talking about aging, but wanting to continue doing the things we loved. We're a really active family, and I've always been very active and equestrian and outdoorsman, love sports and hiking oh, and awesome. everything outdoors. Yeah. And I was talking to my sister saying, gee, are we going to have to change our life? Because gals, today I actually had to tape my hand to the broom <laughs> to, to clean my own barn. And so while they laughed about it, it really got us thinking. And my sisters are avid uh, uh, sports people. Mm -hmm. they, are, they love cooking and dancing and tennis. And so we all agreed right then and there to see if we could come up with some kind of a, an assistive grip device that would help us maintain our activities. Um, and at that time, we were really thinking about the aging population. Okay. And we were thinking about the population with arthritis, perhaps stroke, that kind of a thing, thing that, that might happen as you're aging. But we did find out that it was going to be much more helpful for many more than, than, uh, than just adults, for children as well. Mm -hmm. So that, that was the day that we decided to come up, my sisters and I, uh, to innovate a new product. We did go back to our computers then and try and dis to discover whether uh, there had been any advances in um, assistive devices or, or universal cups uh -huh. since the time I knew about them uh, 30 years ago. But we really didn't find anything. Not much, huh? No, I, nothing had really changed. Um, this, the, the gripping cuffs or universal cuffs were still made of Velcro 
and plastic or leather mm -hmm. or elastic. Um, they had, we did find some neoprene uh, universal cuffs, okay. which were a, a little bit of an improvement. But we discovered the problem with them is they weren't adaptable. They couldn't fit large objects. Everything was made for a pencil or a maybe a crayon or a fork. Mm -hmm. Nothing large for outdoor equipment or sporting equipment. And so they just weren't very adaptable. And then we also came to learn that, that not only were they not adaptable, but they were not sanitary. Oh, you yeah. cannot, they harbor bacteria. You cannot clean them. You can't mm -hmm. disinfect them. So uh, we wanted to make something that you could keep clean. Yeah. And so one thing that, that I've noticed that you're right, I can attest to that, is that it's very easy to clean, very easy to dry. If, uh, if a kid drops it in their soup, you can just rinse it off real quick and they can have it back on their hand in a few seconds, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or you can leave it right on that fork and you can put it right into the dishwasher. It takes high temperatures very well, up to 500 degrees. Uh, not that you need to because actually soap and water cleans it very well. And then hospital-grade disinfectant wipes are really wonderful for it. You can use those and you can pass them from student to student or client mm -hmm. to client or patient to patient. Awesome. So thinking about something that's rubber, how sturdy is this thing? Does it last for the long haul? What would it take to destroy one of these? They are very sturdy. Now, there's soft enough where they're comfortable on your hand so mm -hmm. they're not indestructible but as you can see right here you can see how large Elastic. i can stretch this hole yeah so this hole might be about a half inch but it can stretch to about two inches two and a half inches so the soft elastomeric silicone stretches and grips tight but does not break so the tensile strength is very is very strong and it should last a whole lifetime no, oh, awesome. it won't degrade in the sun. It doesn't degrade over high heat, and uh, it should last a lifetime. But and they are guaranteed if you buy them, and we'll replace them if anything happens to them. Awesome. So, one of the things that I'm so happy that we've taken on this in Denver, the podcast, is hearing back from people um, about them enjoying our podcast, learning from our podcast. What about you? I'm sure with these tools, you've heard a lot of uh, not only customer reviews, but just uh, testimonies about, about your product, how it's changed lives. What would be your, uh, what's that story that always comes to your head when you think about your product and how it's changing lives? Uh, you know, early on when we first started uh, selling them and trialing them, I think one of the first things that sticks in my mind is a mother who wrote and sent a picture of her child and he was holding this little giraffe, just a, just an action, so like a, a, toy. a toy giraffe. Yeah. yeah. And she had it and she said, this is the first time my son, who looked to be about four years old, has been able to hang on to that squeaky giraffe that's been <laughs> in his bedroom for years. So I realized that this simple little strap was allowing children to hold toys, mm -hmm. action figures, and dolls, which they had previously not been able yeah. to do, not been able to hold a toy. You know, a mother is, is, is going to want their child to hold a toy, but she's not going to go taping a toy to, toy to the child's no. hand. And, and you're not even going to want to use an ace bandage to wrap a toy. No. It's not. It's too but much the effort, easy holds yeah. are really... It is too much effort, and you want it to be able to come off easily if the child becomes frustrated or Very doesn't true. like it on it. And the easy holds, they actually feel like a toy themselves because they're soft and stretchy, and they're colorful and pretty, so they look like part of the toy. Oh, definitely. I think I've so, caught myself fidgeting with them every once in a while, <laughs> just kind of messing yeah, around, kind of like what you exactly. are. I can see you on the screen right now, yes. <laughs> just fidgeting with it. I do the same thing every now and yeah. then. So I would I would say that the first um, when we first started selling our easy holds we were so um, 
heartened and kept inspired every day because parents would post pictures saying, this is the first time my child wrote a Mother's Day card for me. Oh. Or this is the first time my child has drank his own bottle or held his own sippy cup. Mm-hmm. But I would say that one of the most inspiring experiences we've had recently was uh, a fellow by the name of Michael. And... Um, <laughs> Michael, uh, he went out for the State Board of Cosmetology exam uh, to become a hairdresser. And Michael has only one arm. And um, he, he considers himself a lucky Finn because he has one arm. And on the other side of his shoulder is just a very small flipper, a very oh, small okay. flipper. He was able to pass the State Board of uh, Cosmetology and become a hairdresser because he uses Easy Hold and he puts them on uh, his flipper with his blow dryer, with his comb, and he's oh, wow. able to do people's hair all day long. This is his occupation. He does uh, hair and cuts hair and styles hair and colors hair. Wow. And so... He sent us videos, and I think it's just so inspiring. It, it's, it isn't just for eating and drinking and playing with a toy. It's actually for a career. It's, it's putting people into the workforce who, who have limb loss or um, grip issues. Um, so uh, that was a very inspiring story, and I follow him also on Facebook and, and watch his progress uh, with, his, cool. uh, with his work. And, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to point out just um, for the OTs out there that Today I was talking to a teacher, and um, this is a teacher of moderate to severe um, and more severe disabilities. She wanted she wanted to let me know, you know, this is definitely a product for a student that has the cognitive capability to want to do something. She has some kids who they put it on and they just kind of looked at it. They didn't know what to do with it. But that's also because they don't necessarily know what to do with a spoon. So you can attach it to a spoon and, and put this on their hand, but that doesn't mean they're going to be able to eat if they don't have that cognitive capability. So this is definitely a tool that you need to keep in mind that it's for people um, who have the desire, who have the ability to learn how to do a task, but just can't because they can't hold on to um, the object. And this helps them with that part of it. Absolutely. One of the first little um, children that we trialed Easy Hold with was a little girl named Emmy. Emmy was about a year old, and she has severe cerebral palsy and and other conditions. Mm -hmm. And she was able to move her arms, but she has no grasp. She's very tiny and very weak. So what her mother did, her mother did want her to be able to to hold a teether or, or a pom-pom or a shaky noise toy. So at that age, year, we do have tiny little cuffs. She w- put a teether in Emmy's hand. And Emmy was able to get that to her face and to her mouth. And even though she wasn't cognitively aware of what she was doing, that instant reward of her actually getting something into her mouth taught her this eye-hand coordination and to try harder. So her, her mother uh, from, that, from one year old has used Easy Hold on musical instruments, on teethers, on, on, um, on spoons, on plush toys, and Throughout her infancy, she's now three years old, she has used and uses uh, the Easy Hold with spoons and forks and toys and musical instruments and drumsticks. So even before she was really aware of what to do with the Easy Hold, she was able to play with it shake Mm -hmm. a pom-pom and hear the music. So I've heard, I've talked to other OTs who have said that if a parent 
can put use Easy Hold with a small child first. They are less adverse reactive to it later because some OTs have said, "Well, what if my my older child does not want to put it on?" Mm-hmm. That's something you can't you can't help. No. If a child is by the time a child is seven or eight years old, if he has some type of an adverse reaction to have some something on his hand, you may need to work with him a little bit harder, like putting the spoon in front of him with a favorite food mm-hmm. or 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 having a musical instrument that he loves the sound of or mm-hmm. or with older children we find that the drumsticks work really well because that's something cool. they really really would like to do yeah. is play a drum so that gets a lot of the students interested awesome all right so first of all i did want to give a shout out to uh, wendy and marilee who are your sisters right yes exactly uh, mm-hmm. and correct me if i'm wrong but wendy is an artist and a chef Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Wendy is an artist and a chef. So when we were starting uh, our Easy Holds, she was able to steer us in the right direction when it came to colors, the color palette, uh. what's attractive, what children would like. Um, she was also able to draw our prototype drawings and then get our, our patent drawings. She was able to assist us with mm-hmm. that. And then also she gained uh, gave us a lot of insight into the sizes for cooking because oh. a lot of the Easy Holds are wonderful in the kitchen for pots and pans and cooking. And, and household equipment. So uh, Wendy was very instrumental with the, the artwork and the uh, sizing and coloring and then the kitchen utensils. Okay, cool. And, and Marilee, your other sister, I'm sure she came in to uh, be a big part of this. As she's, in, she's the director of early education facilities, yes. right? Exactly. She worked as an early educator director for about 30 years or so. And so she knew firsthand what it take to, what it took for a teacher to actually assist students in the classroom and how a teacher may have 20 to 30 students and what kind of um, implements might be helpful to her. And especially in a special, special needs classroom where there is one teacher and an assistant teacher and there may be several students who want to do something at once. Easy Hold can be very helpful because one student can have it on their paintbrush and another could have it on their pencil and another could have it on their musical instrument and then that same implement because it's washable and um, you can sanitize it you can switch them up and mm-hmm. give them to another student or use them over and over. Actually, that's that's one of the best things about Easy Hold is that it is the only universal cuff that is currently being stocked and um, and bought by educational facilities because it is the only cuff that can be disinfect- disinfected. Uh, so yeah, we definitely have a few of the old traditional ones lying around. And to be honest, I've never even thought about the ability to disinfect it. But um, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. And and I know that while I don't think about that, I've given it to a teacher and then I noticed that it quickly is no longer being used. And I asked them and they're like, oh, it's just too dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so completely understand that. Well, very cool. Yes. Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. I have one last yeah. question before I let you go. I- Browsing your website, I did come across something called the Small Things Program, and it looked like a really cool idea, and I wanted to get more information on that. What is the Small Things Program? Well, we noticed a lot of people following our Facebook page and Instagram. We have about 12,000 followers. And we noticed a lot of people follow, but they didn't themselves have children uh, with special needs or they were not special needs, but they were always giving a lot of support. And then we had some inquiries about how they can help. So we started a program that would benefit California Children's Services, United Cerebral Palsy, 
we have Maya's Hope, which is in the Ukraine, oh. which aids children uh, who have been abandoned and have no means of uh, any income or support to support them. So we have sent Maya's Hope uh, easy holds and we continue to support them. So our program is um, if you donate an easy hold strap, we'll double that and then send that to um, California Children's Services, United Cerebral Palsy, and Maya's Hope. And other local charities here that ask us for easy holds, we try and send them them whenever we can. That's super cool. And where are you guys located again? We're in Simi Valley, California. Oh, you're right down the street from me. Yeah, (laughs) we're not too far. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on the traffic, I guess. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we we have noticed we do get a lot of requests for for special needs foundations, which we we really do want people to know the the different opportunities people can have with it, that it isn't just because the old universal cuffs were basically for feeding and grooming. We do want people to know that that, um, individuals now are, are, they're skiing with them, they're sit skiing, they're doing adaptive skiing, adaptive rowing, adaptive horseback riding. Um, we even have an a Paralympic equestrian who is uh, using ours on the on the reins and the crops. Oh, wow. So <clears throat> they, they go on to just about any implements. So there are really no limits to what a person who has lost their grip through limb loss or stroke, arthritis, Parkinson's, there's no limits anymore to what you can hold yeah. from, you know, from the time you're a baby to adulthood. Yeah. And I definitely want to stress just that, uh, the coolest thing I find about the easy hold is how just about any size thing can go into it versus the traditional cuff, universal cuff. It's designed, like you said, just for sometimes even a full size spoon won't fit into it. It's like a plastic spoon has to go yes. into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. with the easy yeah, hold, the- just about anything, I could put my entire uh, pint size cup into one and it'll keep my hand nice and secure to that cup. Absolutely. Cool. And and then it puts the tool in your hand. So if you are if you're trying to have a child that is needing to learn to explore and discover and play, part of that is also feeling the vibration of the drum beat mm-hmm. or feeling the softness of the fabric or the coldness or or actually feeling the paintbrush running across paper on off the table. And, and you can't Definitely. really feel that with the old cuffs, but with this you can because the actual tool is in your hand. That's super cool. All righty. Yes. Well, thank you, Carrie, so much for joining us. Very much appreciated. Um, would you like to share where they can find more about you? Yes, absolutely. You can find it at our website at easyhold.com and that's e-a-z-y-h-o-l-d.com and if there are any questions from OTs that would like to have some personal answered I can also be reached at carrie at easyhold.com that's k-e-r-r-y at easyhold.com Awesome. And definitely do check that out. They have a variety of options for you, starting um, with like a two pack all the way up to a full seven pack that's designed for teachers that have multiple sizes of hands and tools to be using the easy hold with. So uh, be sure to check that out. We will put a link to that up mm-hmm. on the show notes. So um, all righty. Well, have a good night, Carrie. Thank you so much and take care. Wonderful to talk to you, Jason. We'll Bye-bye. talk to you again. Definitely. Bye-bye. Hello, I'm back, but no rapping this time for those of you who listened to episode three already. So shortly after recording the episode, Carrie emailed me, and one of the things she wrote really stood out, and I wanted to share that with you. It was that the easy hold cuff is allowing parents to see what their child uh, with severe disabilities or 
or a missing limb perhaps is actually capable of when given an accommodation. And as teachers and school-based OTs, you know, adapting the environment is a large part of our job. But it isn't always easy to convince someone that an adaptation is going to work. The easy hold, though, it's different. It's so quick, it's obvious, and it's a lasting change for that individual. This is something that they can use day one or 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the line. It's something that's so easy to see how well it works, and it can help an individual in almost every occupation. And that's why exactly why I wanted to bring Carrie on today. Um, I hope you enjoyed hearing from her as much as I did today. Um, I look forward to, to having many more conversations with her as we uh, continue on this, this new friendship. All right, well, that is all for today's episode. As always, you can find all the notes for this episode at otschoolhouse.com forward slash episode four for this one. And if you know someone that may benefit from hearing about the easy hold or our podcast in general, you know, we'd ask that you guys please share this with them. Um, send them a link on Facebook or even just mention it to them, to them at work. So thanks again, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening to the OT Schoolhouse podcast. For more ways to help you and your students succeed right now, head on over to otschoolhouse.com. Until next time, class is dismissed. <laughs>